means that people are together and listening and loving each other. Yeah. Listening to and loving each other. Okay. And that might be, that can happen anywhere, at any time, with any number of people. And that, and it's simple. Like, I, I think it's as simple as that. And mm -hmm. then we add a lot onto it that gets confusing and convoluted and there's rules and structures and this is church. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of the Communitas podcast. And this one's going to be a little different and it'll be Joy and I just having a conversation. And Joy, this was kind of your idea. So what's behind it? What's your thought? Well, I've noticed as I've been learning more and more about Communitas that there's so many things that are talked about, words that are used that everyone has a different definition for. Yeah. And that can be really confusing. So I keep asking questions, and I think we realized other people probably have similar questions. Yeah. And we all come to it with our own understanding of language, and sometimes those words mean really different things to everyone. Yeah, and I think those of us, certainly most within Communitas, um, have some kind of a church history, right? Mm -hmm. And boy, that can get kind of weird and twisted too. Messy. Like, what, what do these words mean? What did they mean 25 years ago? Right. And what do they mean now? How is culture perceiving these things now? Mm -hmm. And how do we make sure that we're communicating in a way that's understood mm -hmm. and not prejudged? Right. Yeah. And the path that everyone has followed is really different. And so some have moved far from what those words meant 25 years ago, and some haven't. Right. So how do we talk when that's what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, there are so many words. We're only going to get through a few probably today, maybe even just one. I don't know. Right. Um, each of these could be multiple hours of conversation. Discussion. Let's just start with church. So that's kind of a loaded word in and of itself. Mm -hmm. It seems like in the last couple of hundred years anyway, but even longer ago than that, we've really changed the original meaning of that word, especially from New Testament writers, ecclesia, right. uh, which had nothing to do with walls Buildings. and uh, you know a sanctuary for worship where you had your four or five worship mm -hmm. songs and then a message and then a prayer and people raising hands or whatever it might be. Yeah, you um, need to sit and listen and be quiet and just take in information. Yeah. When we use the word church, how do you, how do you think we're trying to mean that? And should we even be using this word? Right. I don't know. I think it really communicates something different than what I've been observing and experiencing. Yeah. What have you been observing and experiencing? That it means that... People are together and listening and loving each other. Yeah. Listening to and loving each other. Okay. And that might be, that can happen anywhere, at any time, with any number of people. And that, and it's simple. Like, I, I think it's as simple as that. And mm -hmm. then we add a lot onto it that gets confusing and convoluted and there's rules and structures and this is church. Yeah, exactly. Right Two now. or more gathered, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that this has been a, a real challenge too, especially in European culture, where the word church and whatever native language you want to use mm -hmm. to express that word, it means the, the museum on the corner now, mm -hmm. because many of these 
churches, these old buildings, sit empty or they become a museum or a pub or whatever other use they're being put to. But, you know, church in that context, there really, there's nothing to it aside from a building. Right. And it's really segregated and removed from everyday life. It's Mm. something over there. I walk past it sometimes. I see it. I don't even go in it. Yeah. What, what emotions for you come up when you hear the word church, thinking of it within our context? With American context? Yeah, let's, let's start, let's start with American. But. Okay. Um, the first word that comes to mind is corporate. I think it's been institutionalized in the way that America loves to institutionalize everything. It's so similar in a lot of ways to our educational system, where you need to come in and you need to be quiet and listen and just absorb the intelligence from another person. Yeah, church is a thing to go to, to consume. Yes, that's a great word for it. Yeah, it's also pretty capitalistic. (laughs) Yeah, as opposed to a participation of people in life. Mm -hmm. So I had a radically different experience with church when we moved to Idaho and we were with people that I could be the most honest, brutally honest with that I had ever experienced and nobody ran away, nobody looked at me sideways, nobody thought, oh, she's a heretic. Like, (laughs) I could just ask anything or say anything was hard or I was confused or I didn't understand or I didn't like that verse or whatever it was and I was just still there. Like, I didn't get rejected. (laughs) I was invited more to be transparent. And I just, it blew my socks off. I was like, oh, I think I just experienced church for the first time. Or anti-church. Yes. (laughs) Right? Right. And just for the sake of letting people know, format-wise, what was that like? It wasn't people meeting in a building. I mean, and that's what's beautiful about it, is it changed. The format was different all the time. So sometimes we were at Second Street Commons downtown Mm -hmm. in Coeur d'Alene, which Gar Mickelson ran and we would bring food and have a potluck and sit around in their you know living room that was for people off the street and mm-hmm. and we would have discussions sometimes it was small groups that would just formed over a meal as we're talking and then sometimes we would gather in a big circle and all talk about our life and what was happening sometimes we would have something from a book that struck someone and they just had to share and pass along but Every we, I, we shared all of the responsibility. Mm. Everyone took a turn on every different week coming with something to mm. not just to offer, but to listen to each other. Because, I mean, I think that's so much of the problem with the way Christianity runs right now is like there's a giver and a receiver, clearly. And so I have something, so I need to give it to the people who need it. Mm. No, it's a conversation. It's it's give and take. It's... And that was a huge shift in our posture, my husband and I. Like, oh, I don't have all the answers. I, I need what everyone else has. Yeah. We say we're recovering Pharisees. There you go. <laughs> and, and briefly speak to um, some of the practices, too, that I know were really, and are, mm-hmm. really helpful for you and the community, mm-hmm. is silence. Yep. That was the first word that comes to my mind. Yeah. Yeah, we think that so much about this, as we're doing a podcast, is about words and talking, so isn't that ironic? Mm -hmm. We just have a few minutes of silence on our podcast. Next week's podcast will be an hour of silence. (laughs) 
which would be great maybe. Just create <laughs> right. space for yep. people to listen. Yeah, silence is huge to just come and be in a space with other people and let our hearts and our bodies and our souls regulate with each other as we just sit mm -hmm. in presence and are quiet. And sometimes you come into anything, I mean, even like meetings, just crashing into the space with your brain's a flurry, your heart rate is up. And so to acknowledge like that's not all I am I, I can be here quietly you tap into the deeper I am-ness good yeah, yeah that's that's great when we started the community of faith Cairo mm -hmm. you know sometimes we would we would get people who would kind of want to put their toe in the water and would say I am just so done with organized church to which many of us would respond, oh, you found the right place then. Mm -hmm. We're completely disorganized, <laughs> you know, or organized <laughs> yeah. religion. Oh, good, we're disorganized religion, mm -hmm. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. Which, you know, to the cultural mindset, one would say, this isn't church, right? but it really is a beautiful expression that mm -hmm. involves everybody. Yes. It's not one person with a microphone and everybody listening or a loud band or, right. you know, everybody is engaged. Yes. Um, in whatever form it takes, whether it's silence or prayer or meditation or discussion, mm -hmm. you know, everybody has a part in it. And not only is it always intellectual, oftentimes it's physical in, in the sense of, you know, understanding what your body language is, how your body reacts to certain things. So it becomes a real holistic kind of way yes. of being together in the presence. Right. And living life together. I mean, that's something that, with all the best intentions, a lot of buildings that have bodies of people in them that we call church are trying to create small groups or doing, you know, these programs to help people connect with one another, but it can feel artificial. And what you're talking about and what I've experienced is this living life together. I mean, truly day by day, everyone's interacting with one another in different spheres or different ways, or our kids are doing the same thing here, so we, we see each other at this little class that they're all in, or we all go to the beach together because it's hot and the young adults, you know, invite us to go jump in the water and play. It's like, these are the people that I live with, and so then it's perfectly natural to come together and then have these deeper, intentional, heart-to-heart -heart discussions because... I know what's going on in your life and you know what I'm struggling with. It's just, it's not a game. It's not a facade. It's just organic and authentic and not easy. Right. Definitely not easy. It gets really messy and hard sometimes. Yeah. Well, and, and what we've been talking about so far is a form, mm -hmm. right? What I've come to appreciate is I do enjoy many forms. I like liturgy. Mm -hmm. I like classic old spaces mm -hmm. um we were in minneapolis yes, right and that, that big big cathedral it was awesome Beautiful. yeah with a huge organ and, mm -hmm. and all of that so what i've been able to appreciate is those spaces more intently mm -hmm. having a little bit of variety right in what gathering looks like right because it all counts yeah 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 that's good Thanks for listening today to the Communitas podcast. As Jeff and I reflected on this 10-minute conversation about church, we realized the heart of the matter is we hope to communicate Communitas's vision. 
We're passionate about transformed lives, transformed neighborhoods, and a transformed world. That can really only happen when people are honest and showing up. Transformation comes out of real relationships. That's what we believe church is all about. Communion with God and community with one another. It's not a place or a time or a location. It's a way of being. We are the church. We'll dig a little bit more into some other vocabulary and language in our next one-on-one conversation. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share with friends. The Communitas podcast can be found on every major podcast platform. And we hope you join us next week for another chat with Jeff and Joy. 